Today is Thursday, December 22nd, and you're listening to the morning announcements presented by Betches Media. I'm your host, Sammy Sage, and the morning announcements is your daily five-minute breakdown of the headlines that isn't afraid to take a side and roast the most consequential reality show there is, our government. This episode is brought to you by Lomi by Pila. Lomi is a countertop electric composter that turns your food scraps into dirt in just four hours with the push of a button. It has helped me throw out way less garbage and conveniently provides extra soil for all my houseplants and gardening. Lower your carbon footprint with Lomi. If the news were an advent calendar, yesterday's gift would have been some extremely historic headlines. Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky spent the day with President Biden, first giving a joint press conference early in the day, followed by Zelensky delivering an historic address to Congress in the evening. The fact that Zelensky and Biden met in the midst of this war, and that Zelensky felt both secure and confident enough in Ukraine's military position to make a visit to the U.S., is just as significant as the contents of his speech to Congress and the American people. The comedian who rose playing a satirical president on TV, turned David to Vladimir Putin's Goliath, took his moment in the spotlight to personally thank both U.S. leaders and ordinary Americans for contributing their money to help support the war which he said is an investment in global security. He also said that Ukraine is alive and kicking, in those words, but warned that they cannot stop the war effort over the winter, as Russia is literally using the winter as a weapon by knocking out power and access to heat in what you can imagine is a very cold season. Earlier in the day, in his joint conference with President Biden, Zelensky referred to the conflict as a, quote, fight for our common victory against tyranny. And as part of that fight, Congress is expected to pass $45 billion in new spending for Ukraine later this week as part of a full government spending package. This is despite rejection from certain members of the Republican Party, the Boebert Gates Green constituency, who we've already established are firmly pro-tyranny. More information is emerging about Donald Trump's tax returns. Even as we're still waiting for the full receipts after the committee redacts personal information like social security numbers, account numbers, and Venmo handles. But we already know a lot based on the pre-report, starting with the fact that Donald Trump declared negative income and paid no taxes in 2015, 2018, and 2020, while paying only $750 in both 2016 and 2017. And in 2020, Donald and Melania didn't only declare negative income, but claimed a tax refund of $5.47 million. It's also clear that Trump gave his children large sums of money as what appear to be loans in order to avoid gift taxes. Though another thing worth noting is how little supporting documentation there was for the things he was actually claiming in these tax returns. For someone with so many alleged businesses and investments, six years of Donald Trump's tax returns comprised only four bankers' boxes worth of documents, which has to be some sort of metaphor. But perhaps the most interesting thing we've learned through this situation is how the IRS handled the former president. The first clue should have been that the IRS, which could have just turned over Donald Trump's tax returns to the committee years ago, but instead resisted for almost four years, all the way up to the Supreme Court and no one does that unless they're really desperate. But now we learn that the IRS neglected to audit Trump's taxes for his first two years in office, which is a mandatory requirement for sitting presidents. And purely evil irony, considering how many years Trump used the excuse that he couldn't release his tax returns because he was under audit. Perhaps it could have something to do with the fact that the IRS commissioner who Trump appointed, Charles Reddig, 
made between $100,000 and $200,000 in rental income from his ownership stake in two units at a Trump-branded building in Honolulu. Reddick is a tax lawyer who bought a 50% stake in these units in 2006, three years before the property opened. Now, in this case, Trump himself earned 10% of pre-sales for that property. And Reddick later refused to answer questions during his confirmation hearing to become IRS commissioner when he was asked about his ownership there. Curiouser and curiouser. And then while Trump was president, he took a detour during a trip to Asia to visit the property, like he is Scott Disick making a club appearance, which happened during the years that Reddick showed that rental income on his personal disclosure forms. All of this brings me back to, I want nothing, I want nothing, I want no quid pro quo, tell Zelensky to do the right thing, which is just perfect timing giving Zelensky's speech. Now about that January 6th report we were promised. While it was originally expected to be published in full yesterday, the release has been delayed until today. Hopefully that means that it's out by the time you hear this episode, and then you can head right on over to start reading those eight long chapters, plus full transcripts of the interviews in the appendix, as one does. Anyway, next time you worry the government is watching you, just remember they can barely get their printer to work. Finally for today, FTX scammer Sam Bankman-Fried has agreed to be extradited from the Bahamas to the U.S. to face criminal charges. Once he's here, Bankman-Fried will be able to be free upon paying bail, in cash, not crypto. Though prosecutors say he could potentially spend the rest of his life in jail, which is basically just a polycule that's actually in his price range. Thank you for listening to the morning announcements, and thanks again to our partner, Lomi. If you want to start making a positive environmental impact or just make cleanup after dinner that much easier, Lomi is perfect for you. Head to Lomi.com slash announcements and use the promo code announcements to get $50 off your Lomi. That's $50 off when you head to Lomi.com slash announcements and use promo code announcements at checkout. Food waste is gross. Lomi is your solution. With the holidays just around the corner, Lomi will make the perfect gift for someone on your shopping list. Until tomorrow, I'm Sammy Sage, and now you know what the fuck is going on. Betches.